0: Welcome to the Love Heal Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Erin Gray, and I am so happy you are here. Today we are talking about acid reflux and its connection to the knots of resentment. (laughs) No, that is not a movie. It is a real thing. And I hope that my journey helps you too. Let's get started. So for probably the last year... I have struggled with acid reflux, and I have met with acupuncturists, chiropractors, nutritionists, functional medicine doctors, you name it. I have met with them about this, and I hope that today I can share my journey with you and it can be really helpful for you because I know a lot of people are struggling with acid reflux right now. And the thing is, is it is so important for us to eat the right things, get all of our sleep, in fact, eight hours of sleep is super important in healing acid reflux and eating the right things, exercising, taking care of our bodies. However, our bodies are 99.9% energy. And Dr. Joe Dispenza has a ton of great science and research on this. You can check it out. So while we certainly have to pay attention to the physical parts of our body, we will not heal if we do not take care of the energetics of our body. It is so important. And our thoughts trigger our emotions, our emotions move our energy, and our energy manifests physically. I'm going to repeat that one more time. Our thoughts trigger our emotions, our emotions move our energy, and our energy manifests physically physically. So once we have a physical manifestation, I mean, you know, the train has left the station at that point. So if we can reverse engineer our thoughts and our energy and our physical experience, then we can get to the root cause of what is happening and ultimately bring about health and healing. And that is what I hope for you today, because what we're going to dive into today is super personal to me and super powerful. So I think those are two amazing things that can bring about transformation for you. First of all, what is a knot? I can tell you I volunteered at Girl Scout camp for lots and lots of years. I taught girls how to cook with a Dutch oven over the fire. We, you know, wrapped cardboard boxes with aluminum foil, and we baked cookies inside of it. We did all sorts of really cool things at this Girl Scout camp. But part of the life skills that you had to learn was tying knots. And I can tell you every single training, because you had to go to training beforehand, right? Like you had to go to training before you actually went to camp. So you knew what to teach the girls. Every single time, they would try to teach us knots in this class, and no one could get it. It was so hard. They would tape one end of the rope red and tape the other end blue and show us and direct us how to tie these knots, and still to this day, I struggle. I know with the bowline and the clover hitch, you've got your bunny that's supposed to wrap around the tree and go into the hole, and my bunny was just always confused all over the time. And I still remain challenged by knots, and I'm sure that my bunny does too. (laughs) But what happens with knots? Knots are complicated. Knots are layered. There are things that happen in the process of tying a knot that have to go in a certain order. They have to go in a certain way. And I think this is a great analogy or a great metaphor for what we're about to talk about, because the tying of actual knots on rope, is very specific and there is a process to get that rope tied. And there's also a process to untie that rope because otherwise sometimes you can make it even tighter and it's impossible to get undone. And we don't want that in our own body. We don't want something to get so tight that we can't undo it. And so I'm going to walk you through healing resentment today so that you don't have to have this knot of resentment that's going to reside right here in your belly that contributes so much to your acid reflex. What is a knot of resentment? A knot of resentment is an energetic bind that collects right underneath your rib cage and creates stagnant energy that ultimately opens up the emotional window for acid reflex to enter in physically. And if you were struggling with acid reflex, place your hand right there below your rib cage and does it feel hard? Does it feel tight? Does it feel tender? You know, I know at one point in my healing process, I had like a, like a huge lump there because there was so much resentment. There was so much stagnant energy that was filling up that space. I didn't know what to do with. And once I started to begin this process, it softened, it disappeared, and I healed and I want the same for you. So what is resentment? Why do, we, why do we hold on to resentment? So resentment itself clings to the belief that there was only one way, typically our way, but only one way for something to unfold. And when it does not unfold the way that you wanted, blame and resentment quickly follow. So let's think about this. I want you to think about something you feel really resentful about and even just notice right now what's happening in your body. Pay attention and notice if you when you were feeling resentful, are you feeling that begin to tighten right there in that space right underneath your rib cage? My bet is yes. <laughs> and so I want you to pick this pick this topic that creates all this resentment for you. And I want you to think about that person. And in what way were you hurt or upset that they didn't choose what you wanted them to do and now you feel resentful about it? So if this person had acted differently, would that situation have been different? Maybe, maybe we wouldn't feel resentful, but who are we to say that that's what was supposed to happen. And in allowing this other person's action to create this much pain in our body, that is fully 100% handing over our power right to that other person on a platter. Here you go. Here is my power. (laughs) So what can we do? So simply put, our feelings were hurt and something that was important to you was not important to that other person. And you were left disempowered and hurt. I need to like, think about that for just a second. In the example that you've chosen our feelings, your feelings were hurt and something that was important to you was not important to someone else. And you were left disempowered and hurt. So in the chakra system, this area right here is our solar plexus, which is where we hold our self-identity. It is where we hold our ego, but it's also where we hold our value. It's where we know our worth in gold. And when we allow resentment to eat away, to stagnate this energy here in this space, Well, then we're really not feeling like a shiny little treasure here, are we, (laughs) here in this space? And again, I speak from experience. This has been such a journey for me, and this has been such a powerful practice that I wanted to share it with you. So we feel disempowered, and we feel less important than whatever it was that that other person chose to do than what you wanted them to do, right? So I want you to sit with that for just a moment. And breathe that in and say, okay, you know what? It's just a choice. It was just a choice that they made. And am I allowing that person to define for me my value? Well, if I'm sitting here in resentment, I probably am. But maybe after this podcast, I won't be. I want you to begin to have this awareness because our ego leads us to believe. We have a right to be mad. We are, we are righteous here in this place as well, in this energetic place. We can be righteous that we have the right to be mad at this person because they didn't do what we wanted them to do. And so then we're going to hold on to 20 years of resentment because they didn't act the way that we wanted them to act. But let me tell you something that's probably no secret to you. That person probably didn't even realize that you wanted them to act that way to begin with. So then you are holding on to this energetic stagnation that is causing this physical ailment in your body. And then this person doesn't even realize. They don't even know. They don't even realize. And you are the only one left upset and disempowered. It's not worth it. It's simply not worth it. And so today we are going to go through a process to heal this and empower you so that you can walk around knowing your worth in gold and basking in the treasure that is you. So how do we remedy these knots, these knots of resentment? And I love that imagery for so many reasons because I do feel like our stomach gets tied up in knots. Whatever it is that harmed us, there was two, two elements to it, right? There was two sides to it. There was pulling, there's tightening, there's moments where we can let it go. And the amazing thing about knots is it can feel really magical that when you pull the right string, it just dissolves, right? So that is what I hope for you today is this dissolution of these knots of resentment. Forgiveness is the remedy for resentment. Forgiveness is the remedy for resentment. And this is forgiveness of the other person. And more importantly, it's the forgiveness of yourself. And this is about what happened. And if there has been six months, one year, 10 years, 20 years of resentment, forgiving yourself for holding on to that for that long, because today's a new day and you can begin a new charted course right here, right now. Forgiveness is a process, an ABC process, in fact, and it begins with awareness. Awareness about what we feel resentful about first, just as I had asked you to choose something that you are feeling resentful about, so that we begin to dissect that knot. Who's involved? What actions created this knot? And like I said, it often is about that someone else chose to not see your value in the way that you wanted it completed. And this is often can be very much connected to our love language. So maybe look at the love language of the other person and compare that to your love language. And where did those two languages not communicate? Because we often hold on to this expectation that we believe someone is supposed to respond a certain way. And when they don't respond that certain way, our feelings get hurt, we feel devalued. And that devaluation turns into resentment. Not being valued, this is at the root trigger of resentment. And I I think this is interesting because one, like I said, energetically, this is where we hold our value is right here below our rib cage. But Value according to who? I used to say this to my girls when they were in elementary school. They would talk about popular girls. And I was like, according to who? Who's, who's deciding who's popular or who's not? Like, we are all equal. We are all whole and complete. We are all made from the same source. So beginning to notice where you are assigning Value. And to whom you are assigning value is so important. And in regards to the event that you were thinking about right now, how did that person not value you in the way that you felt that you needed to be valued? And why does that matter? Can you sit in this place of wholeness and completion, knowing you are valued by the divine, knowing you are exactly where you're meant to be, knowing that we do things according to the Bhagavad Gita. We only have a right to our labor. We do not have the rights to the fruits of our labor. We have a right to our labor alone, not to the fruits of our labor. So, whatever happens, great, but that cannot be our motivation because as we labor, as we go through our work, As we go through our exercise, we change, our character changes, our heart changes, we change as a person, it's not about the celebration of someone else. It is not about the action of someone else. So we can begin to forgive that person for not showing up in the way that we wanted them to show up because it was never their job. And maybe this whole process was actually about teaching you how to more actively forgive so that you can dissolve the resentment within you. Your value is infinite. And holding on to this resentment hands your power over to this person, believing that their actions matter more than your actions. How is it that their actions would matter more than yours? And somehow, somehow they do. I've, I've been there I've certainly been there through this, and this is why I'm sharing this process with you today because it's been so transformational. But knowing you are valued by the divine, I want you to bask in that ultimate shower of divine value, trusting and knowing you are doing higher work right now. So the next time somebody doesn't acknowledge you or recognize, <laughs> recognize what you're doing, I want you to be like, Mwah peace out. I'm doing higher work right now. I have been graduated. I am doing higher work right now. I got to go. I want you to sit in this place of power. I want you to sit in this place of strength and in this place of value, knowing you are doing higher work right now. You do not need the validation from another human being to know you are whole and complete and blessed right here, right now. Awareness is the beginning of forgiveness. B, believability. If they have apologized, believe them. I know this is so hard, especially when our egos get involved and we feel really hurt and we feel a right to that hurt. That righteousness around our hurt just adds like cement to the knot of resentment here in our belly. So <laughs> if they apologize, believe them, allow. And I, and I think it goes back to A, where we don't need their apology. We do not need their acceptance because when we accept within ourselves, when we believe that we are valued by something greater than another human being, then it's like, ah, okay, so you apologize. Great. But my value doesn't come from you. I know I have a higher purpose here that's filling me. Believing your loved one will lead to freedom. It really is just like the greatest American hero (laughs) flying on wings in a prayer. Believe it or not, it's just me. And I never thought I could feel so free, like truly believe your loved one and believe in yourself that you are worthy and valuable and deserving of this freedom because forgiveness leads to freedom and c c is compassion as we begin to look at our loved one differently as we begin to look at that situation that created this resentment differently we can bring compassion to ourselves that gosh maybe maybe i was really tired that day maybe i had an expectation of someone else that was maybe not fair to put on them maybe i was Overworked. Maybe I had a, a belief that they were going to do something differently, but more importantly, I believe it lands on this expectation. What were we expecting from our loved one unnecessarily or that we did not communicate our expectation of what we wanted? How can you let that go so that it no longer harms your body and you know maybe they made an insensitive choice i've certainly had situations like that in my life and people have apologized for that and i've i've apologized for also not for holding this expectation to them that was maybe unfair so i think when we can bring both sides of that rope together and unwind them we can then begin to get to the source of our resentment so that we can Pull the string and allow that not to resolve as we bring awareness to the situation, as we bring believability, that we believe in ourselves, that we believe the other person, if they are truly authentically sorry, we believe them too, but we believe in ourselves more, that we know that someone else's power or action is not more important than our state of mind and our actions. And finally, compassion, that we can have compassion for ourselves. It's okay. We were there in that situation and we can have compassion for the other person. Hey, I'm sorry I put that expectation on you. And also, I get that you'd had a long day. You had a lot going on. Maybe you weren't in a place to be able to care for me in the way I needed or wanted. And we have to allow that to just let go. It's not creating good in you, it's not creating good in them. And the sooner we can allow that to just release, the sooner you will find healing. And the Ho'oponopono blessing is an incredible way to create this compassion. There's an incredible YouTube that has 108 Ho'oponopono blessings repetition on it, and it is incredible. Be sure to check it out. But the Ho'oponopono blessing is this beautiful prayer that. I use it all the time. I use it falling asleep. I use it whenever I'm upset about anything. And it's very simple. And it is the phrases, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. And I love you. And through that process, you were connecting to your higher self. And you were telling your higher self, I'm sorry I've brought this situation into my life. Please forgive me for bringing this situation into my life. Thank you for the opportunity to clear it from my life. And I love you. And as you repeat this mantra, it lifts you into this elevated state that allows you to make peace with whatever is happening. It allows you to unknot and untie whatever resentment you were holding onto. And you can certainly listen to that YouTube video, but you can also just repeat it to yourself. I repeat it I literally have it on repeat, like as I'm falling asleep at night, just to clear my day, whatever is happening, allowing that to process and allowing that to release. Because as we shift and change our thoughts at night, we then wake up in a more elevated state the very next day. But that's a whole other podcast. We're going to stick to the ABCs of forgiveness right now. And we'll do that one another time. So again, in an effort to release those knots of resentment and heal your acid reflex, let's find ways to forgive awareness, believability, and compassion for yourself and whoever else was involved in that situation because it's simply not worth it. We want to allow that energy flow to flow through your body, just like a stream of water through a pipe. We want to keep things moving fresh and healthy so that you can live the happiest and healthiest life possible thank you so much for sharing i cannot wait to hear in the comments down below how did this help you what are you going to take away to heal your acid reflux and i can't wait to hear how quickly this helped heal you Thank you so much for listening to the Love, Heal, Thrive podcast. I hope you are feeling a little less resentful. And if you are, thank you so much for following and commenting down below. And of course, joining my newsletter at lovehealthrive.com. And I will see you next Monday. Love yourself enough to heal. Heal yourself enough to thrive. Take care.